the Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty podcast. I have a feeling there'll be an entire documentary, human study on why humans rush to get toilet paper in the midst of a pandemic. The big toilet paper rush of 2020. It was just the oddest thing. I think it was surprising people everywhere. What's going on here? Usually you only buy that stuff when it's on sale. Store shelves across Huron County. Barren. If you can't get any toilet paper, you need some. There are some alternatives. Just buy one or two things from the Godrich Rexall. They give really long receipts. Yeah, they're the perfect size. You buy a thing of Conditioner, enough toilet paper for a week. I was eyeing up the unmatched socks at home when we were running along. We all have that basket of the socks that don't have a partner. I'm glad I didn't throw them out. You're not going to read that Fifty Shades of Grey book again. No. It's bad literature. Fifty Shades of Brown. Sorry. Ugh. Walmart. They still have some Toronto Maple Leaf jerseys. Probably worth more if they're covered in human waste. <laughs> I mean, there's always that toilet paper that we used in high school. The one ply. I'm sure there's no panic buying on that stuff. Is the Bible okay to use? No, no. no. You no. want to use your Scientology book. No one will miss Leviticus. The toilet paper companies have assured us, don't have to go out and panic by. If we all just do our regular shop, we're going to be all okay. Coronavirus has taken away all the things we love. Traditional things like roll up the rim now are being taken away. Tim Orton says because of coronavirus concerns, they're not going to be handing out roll-up cups. You can play through the Tim Hortons app on your smartphone, but they don't want their workers handling things that have been in people's mouths. Yeah, they said it's just not the right time for team members to collect rolled-up tabs that have been in people's mouths. And they're probably right. Was there ever a good time for this? Now that I think of it, people grab those cups... Sometimes in the store, you roll it up literally with your tongue. Like, I think you're doing it wrong. (laughs) I want a free coffee. (laughs) Saliva all over your face. And then you maybe touch your face and you rip that thing off the cup and then go hand it to someone who's about to prepare your next meal. (laughs) Your next bagel. (laughs) Really, was it ever a good time for this? I don't know how the health departments let them get away with it in the first place. And if they're not accepting things that have been handled by customers... (laughs) What about money? Are they still accepting money? By that logic, money's probably a lot dirtier. They just hand out coffees out the window like, no, don't worry about the, just keep going. That money's been in like a lot of people's hands. And if you stick your head out the window through the drive-thru, they'll just pour the coffee right into your mouth. That's the only solution. Zero contact. Just right from the pot to your face. Straight into my mouth. There was this woman, she thought she was doing her bit to stop the spread of coronavirus by thoroughly washing her hands with a bar of soap. That's great. Everybody should be doing that all the time. Except she realized that it wasn't a bar of soap. It was a block of cheese. Washing her hands with the cheese. (laughs) Probably even lathered up a little bit because of the dairy. I don't know. Just some old piece of cheese. Does cheese lather? Never tried it. I actually once washed my hands with a hunk of wax. My wife uses wax. For her art, and I thought it was soapy. Yeah, you don't want to wash your hands with a brick of cheese. And if you do, you want to use a nice provolone. Oh. Provolone is antibacterial. Okay. Or a nice local cheese, at least. Yeah. I don't think I'm supposed to have these growths, but it smells great. Yeah, there's a little bit of mold on your hands there. Shh. Alberta has seen its first grizzly bear come out of hibernation. That means it's time for spring. Oh, yeah, it's a telltale sign. I mean, this is probably more reliable than the groundhog, right? 
they actually come out when it's warmed up and they're getting hungry. Yeah, and fun fact, groundhogs are not meteorologists. But there's some telltale signs here in Huron County that spring is on the way, including things like roll up the rims coming back. It's coming back in an app, though. So is it really spring? You know it's spring when you're held up behind a tractor on airport line. Lazy people finally taking down their Christmas decorations. Finally. The road close signs that sit at the gas station in Amberley, they disappear. You know it's spring when you call your mechanic to put your summer tires on, but he can't take you until July. When the cars lost to Highway 21 start to appear in the ditches. Ooh, I found my old Honda. There it is. Or your backyard is mysteriously growing dog crap. A whole winter's worth of dog crap, mysteriously. Also, the Celtic Blue Highlanders start practicing outside. Ooh, you can hear them all over town. Those bagpipes cut. Can we just do away with the handshake? Health officials are saying, stop touching each other. The coronavirus. It spreads human-to-human contact. Yeah. You know, some people around here, we've got it right. Dungannon, for example. They have it right. They stay inside their tractors and just nod when they, they pass each other. Nod at each other, totally. You know. In Bayfield, they just blow smoke rings at each other when they want to say hello. It's the old Bayfield hello. Yeah. In Godrich, they just ignore people because they think they're better than all the other towns. In Wingham, you wave your piece of fried chicken at somebody. In Grand Bend, you just clank breathalyzer machines. It's very formal. Yeah. In Lucknow, at Music in the Fields, wear an extra layered tube top. Two tube tops, or you can cough into your backup Daisy Dukes. Getting locked out of the house, it happens to everybody. This used to happen all the time with my family. The kids would forget their key. And then we finally solved the problem by getting one of those doorknobs with the code on it. They need one of those at the Royal Palace in England. They did. The Queen was perhaps for the first time ever locked out of her castle. (laughs) Searching through her purse looking for the key. She came up to the gates and they were locked. No one there to open them. (laughs) Everybody on vacation. Maybe that was Harry's job. I don't know. Harry used to always let me in. Now he's off to Canada somewhere. You said Harry and my first thought was Harry Potter, not Prince Harry. I can't even call him (laughs) Prince Harry. Oh, yeah. We're going to get confused with our British Harrys now. Voldemort locked the door. And I'm wondering if she had to get on her cell phone. She pulls out her old Motorola flip phone because she refuses to get a smartphone. She has to call Prince Philip. Can you come unlock the door? I forgot my key. The gate's locked. And he makes her use her Secret Service code name just to verify it's her. Oh, do I have to say my code name? Fine. The Grey Goose is locked out of the palace. Are you happy now, Philip? Maybe we need to change the prayer in that God Save the Queen song. God help the queen remember her keys. There's going to be a golden years edition of The Bachelor. They're looking for a bachelor that's 65 and over. We could potentially have a bachelor who's maybe 85. Why not 95? 95, 105. This would be so interesting. I'd love to see them, like, getting in and out of that hot tub. That's what they do in the current seasons of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. There's a lot of hot tub action going on. Sometimes they go out clubbing, they go out dancing. They do a lot of traditionally kind of younger people things that may be a little too vigorous Yeah, for some older people looking for love. And we figured, hey, if there's going to be a senior year's bachelor, why not have the the older gentleman who's looking for love take his partner Marion out to get their cholesterol pills refilled? I love that pearl. She's the bee's knees. I think I'll take her out to play some pickleball. I want to take Pam for a ride in my Buick. We can go get a malt. That Dorothy, I love that perm. I might take her out to see a talkie. Hey, Patty, let's have a romantic night getting our blood pressure checked. I'd love to do the Charleston with Eunice, if you know what I mean. Ooh, I knew it was love at first sight, Glenda, when I learned we had the same prescription bifocals. (laughs) 
<laughs> now we, we That's joke. Silly. We joke, but we looked up sixty-five-year-old actors. Kevin Costner, good-looking dude, sixty-five years old. Denzel Washington, dude, one of the hottest. 65. Oh, yeah. Some of the hottest people in Hollywood are 65 plus. Rowan Atkinson, the guy who played Mr. Bean, so hot, 65 years old. Super hot. And when I think of sexuality, <laughs> I think of Mr. Bean. <laughs> we don't even have a cancellation board because basically everything is canceled. Um, a lot of things canceled, including the Stratford Swan Parade, I noticed. Oh, that's a tough one. Ruined my weekend hearing about that, the Stratford Swan Parade. Even Mount Everest is canceled. They canceled closed. Mount Everest? They closed a mountain. I can't climb Mount Everest right now? No. The coronavirus goes to 12,000 feet? There goes your weekend plans. Oh, damn. But you know what's <laughs> not canceled? The Tundra Swans. Yeah, they don't know there's an outbreak right now. They're still flying wherever they fly up north. No, the Lambton Heritage Museum has a little calendar about where you can see the Tundra Swans. There is a big swath along Greenway Road. So if you're in the Grand Bend area, check out Greenway Road. You'll see a bunch of Tundra Swans. Nice of them to not cancel their migration. You can take your kids there, stay at least one meter away from the other people with their binoculars looking at the swan. There you go. And if a swan looks at you funny, you know what you say to that swan, Matthew? Stop looking at me, swan! <laughs> we, we did this whole bit just so we could set up that one clip. It's one of our favorite quotes from Adam Sandler movies. Stop looking at me, swan! The tundra swans are back. They do stop here locally, sometimes along the Hollett Marsh. And I used to live next to the Hollett Marsh. I actually would stop right in the rutabaga field where we lived. Because as you know, tundra swans love rutabaga. Who doesn't? My son, he was born on March 8th. Many years, the return of the swans coincided with his birthday. And we'd always tell him, the swans are back. It must be your birthday. Wow. He actually thought they showed up for his birthday. Idiot. How do they know it's my birthday? And of course, ignorance is bliss. We didn't tell him they were just migrating. We told him they actually came for his birthday. They came just to see you and look, they brought you a present. In fact, you were delivered by one of those swans. In Thru fact, a swan is your father. Through the chimney. I'm going to get a pack of cigarettes. I'll be back in 20 years. We don't have storks here in Ontario. Babies get delivered by tundra swans. That's right. It's the Canadian way. Been a tough time for, for a lot of us and there's maybe a few things that we're stressed out about. We don't know maybe where the next paycheck's going to come from, uh, the food situation possibly in the house. I had a little bit of a snap yesterday. My son went to make a sandwich. He was really hungry. And you've got a 20-something kid, and I feel like when they're between like 13 and 25, they just eat everything. They just eat everything, right? And I don't really want to go to the grocery store again. Because I, you know, not stockpiled stuff, but I got enough for the week. And I want that to last the entire week. Or so you thought you got some for the week. I thought so. I walked into the kitchen and my son was making a triple decker sandwich. Nice. And, I, and I got a little upset. You don't need three pieces of bread. We only have one <laughs> loaf of bread. That loaf of bread's got to last the entire week. This is a two-slice household. It's a two-slice household. Who has three-slice sandwiches? You obey the two-slice limit. But even before this whole outbreak and quarantine thing, 
I've never seen him make a triple-decker sandwich. I think he's trying to fatten up in case we run out of food. <laughs> For the coming apocalypse. I think so. I think he's like, he's like a bear before hibernation, just trying to put some extra fat on. I guess he's a bit of a skinny guy. I snapped a little bit and made some rules for sandwiches. Only two bread per sandwich. One if you can do it. You eat an open-faced sandwich, you out of your mind, you need a second piece of bread. <laughs> My wife and I, we do open-faced sandwiches. <laughs> We're this, an open-faced family now. This is what it's come to. New rule! Only open face. Is it even a sandwich at that point? No. If it's just stuff on a piece of bread, is that a sandwich? It's an appetizer. But three pieces of bread, that's too much. Are you with me? I'm with you. I need some validation here. I'm with you. If your son wants to come to my place, he can have four slices. You make your own bread. I make my own bread. I have a bread maker I actually use. So, son, if you want to come to a loving household, come to the Didi household. (laughs) (laughs) Five years ago, you optimistically bought a pullout couch. I bought a pullout couch thinking, hey, I live along the beach now. People are going to want to come visit me. I need a place for them to sleep. Yeah. And as it turns out, Godrich is kind of out of the way of everything. Did anyone even use it? Nope. And I'm assuming you probably also got this couch thinking, well, when I don't want that couch, I'll have some friends to help me move that couch out of the house too. So I'm getting rid of the couch. And thankfully, my one friend who happens to live in town is going to help me with it. Is that me? I'm hoping he'll help me with nice it. Nice of you to ask. Yeah, 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 yeah. It'll take us a minute. I'll pay you in beer. I'm just pretending to be your friend. How many beers do you charge for a couch? Oh, uh, maybe two. Final offer. We'll fist yes. bump over it because fist bumps are more sanitary than handshakes. Tall boys, local. Now I have demands. It'll be local. I can't guarantee it'll be a tall boy. The beer store announced they're no longer, for the next two weeks anyways, accepting your empty beer cans, your empty beer bottles. So you got to hold on to those things for just a little while. Well, we got some ideas of things that you can do with them. Beer can Jenga. It only usually lasts one round, right? Yeah, it doesn't last very long, but it's fun. And if you lose beer can Jenga, you got to drink a beer. But if you win, you have to To drink drink a a beer. beer. Yeah. You could save up all those cans and bottles, build a beer can fort with your kids. Mom and dad, I need five more bricks. Coming right up, son. You could spend time off work collecting beer cans along your local road. And when the beer store begins collecting empties again, just cash them in. You'll be rich. It's like a bank of sorts. You can maybe do a good deed and put that money in your kid's college account or even better, buy more beer. Redneck wind chimes. Those beer cans have a nice tinkle to them. Oh, it's called a Brussels music box. Oh, yes. Or build a social distancing fence around your home. That'll keep those, it's just the flu, we still went to Florida, people away from your home. Well, we stand with Lauren Graber. I like this guy. He's fighting for what he believes in. Nova Scotia man. Got his plates taken away from him. His plates said Graber. Proud German Austrian heritage that he has. And he's had these plates for 27 years. And then out of nowhere, there was a complaint. Someone said his plates promoted violence because it looks like grab her. He thinks that this is an infringement on his freedom of expression. I couldn't agree more. This is his last name. What's wrong with having your last name on the plates? If someone misinterpreted it as something else, that's on them. There was the province said you can't have the license plates the court agrees so now he's fighting that court ruling i can't imagine what he's spending on this it reminds me too there was that guy in saskatchewan david asman (laughs) it's pronounced osman but it's spelled a-s-s-m-a-n yeah and they wouldn't let him have plates either and it got me thinking i've never tried to get personalized plates but my last name is 
hussy. Probably allow it now. They wouldn't have allowed it in the 40s when people used the word hussy. Well, I don't know. See that gal over there? She's a hussy, see? Curious if they'd let me put my first name on a license plate, Fatty. I don't know. Promotes obesity. I don't know. Maybe they think I'm making fun of larger people? People are pretty sensitive nowadays. I think Lauren Graber needs to come to Ontario. Doug Ford will approve any license plate ever. Or it won't matter because they couldn't see the plates. You yet. can't see them on the blue and yeah. black plates. So it just won't be a problem here to begin with. Coronavirus has made yet another declaration of war against humankind. Taken away things we're looking forward to, like movies. The new James Bond movie is supposed to be released in April. They're now delaying it until November because people are like, I've waited four years for this film, but I don't want to go out to a theater and get coronavirus. So they're pushing it to November 25th that... James Bond, No Time to Die comes out. They should just use it as part of the promotion, perhaps. I figured they would lean into the marketing. Use it to educate people. Instead of No Time to Die, they could... James Bond, the man with the golden face mask. No Time to Handshake. Ooh. James Bond, COVID of solace. James Bond, vaccines are forever. 007 on Health Canada's Secret Service. The spy who stayed away from me. <laughs> the spy who stayed at least one meter distance away from anybody with a fever. Licensed to sleeve cough. You got to do that. You got to cough into your sleeve. Instead of Casino Royale, stock up on Royale. <laughs> Everybody's buying toilet paper right now. <laughs> Tyra Banks, model, superstar, TV personality. She's opening a theme park based on what? Opens May 1st. It's called Model Land. Model Land. Yes. It'll emulate a fantasy version of the modeling world with state-of-the-art interactive entertainment where beauty, fashion, tech, theater, retail, and an eating extravaganza collide. Because when I think of models, I think of buffets. I think of eating extravaganzas. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your audience for this? Do you have to be attractive to get into Model Land? I don't know. Most of us would probably feel more comfortable at Marineland amongst the whales. All the funnel cakes I eat. Pillsbury have a theme park? That's where I would feel comfortable. Yeah. Well, if you have a farm and you want to protect it from the burglars, you could install an alarm or install a llama. Alarm or llama. Almost sounds the same. No, they don't. Close. No. <laughs> I'm not going to let you believe this. Even burglars can't resist to stop and give your pets some love. And llamas, they're cute, right? Two burglars caught on tape with bolt cutters. They were heading into this farm to rob them of all their power tools. And of course, they see the llamas. And they actually stopped for quite a while to pet the llamas and feed them carrots. Enough time. Where'd they get the carrots? I don't know. Maybe they were just uh, in the garden. It was a farm. They I couldn't guess. resist. Just so adorable. You have to stop and take some time with them. And it allowed the cameras, though, to get some great shots of them while they're petting the llamas. Carried on with their heist and got a bunch of power tools, but they got good pictures of them. Oh, so they didn't actually catch the thieves. Not yet, no. But they got some good images because of the llamas. Yeah, them and Larry the llama. Llamas are about as effective as your dog. So yeah. you, got, you got this Springer Spaniel Uber, and he's gorgeous and he's the coolest dog in the world, but the worst guard dog. Because I've come into your home to walk him and he'll just hide. He just hides in your bedroom. He goes onto your bed and then I have to like go in and find him and be like, want to go for a walk, buddy? Yeah, he's really nice with people. But I'm thinking that's probably good for a guard dog because the burglars would come in and they would get distracted at how cute he is, start petting him, gives me enough time to see my security camera footage, call the police. There so you go. He's a good guard dog. There you go. Good boy, Uber.
When people get divorced, typically fight over money, kids, the dog, the house, the semen. There's been times Pokemon cards, and certainly most of all the semen. <laughs> Explain <laughs> what happened to William Shatner. Well, William Shatner recently divorced his fourth wife. They were married for 18 years. He fought hard and was able to secure the horse semen. Explain. They, they're into horses. Hold on. They're into horses or they're into horses? No, they're into, they enjoy riding horses. Okay. They have ranch. That's and good. Ran stuff. He gets a couple horses. She gets a couple horses and visitation rights to the horses. He got the dogs. And all the semen. Horse semen. Is it like prize winning? Probably. Semen? These are probably prize winning horses. They're rich. He got to keep the horse semen in the prenup, but... So that's semen's money. No kidding. Yeah. I tried to sell mine. Nobody will take it. No. It's tough. It's, yeah. Oh, it's a rough one out there. Doesn't the horse get a say? You would think. You would think the horse would have a say You would this. think. That the seems... horse would get to keep their own bodily fluids. Yeah, there should be some kind of like nay to movement or something. Hashtag nay to. Huron County Museum and Historic Jail, they're getting 63 grand from the province through the Community Museum Operating Grant. It's good news, and we figured, hey, there's a lot of cool things that go on at the museum. That money could afford some even cooler things. We had some ideas for that. For example, we could bring the historic jail up to code, so you bring back the inmates, they could make more functional license plates. License plates that work. That'd be great. Now we could afford a three-headed calf. Ooh, we can afford a third head on that calf. Can you imagine? That'd be awesome. Or we could maybe get a mascot for a two-headed calf costume. Me and you, dude. We could totally get in that costume. I could be one head, you could be the other, and <laughs> we we'll can talk to each other. We'll talk to each other. People can feed us. <laughs> get a free meal out of it. Maybe a bronze statue of Ryan O'Reilly. Oh, that would be cool. Life-size with the Stanley Cup photorealistic beard. Right in the courtyard there. Totally missing a tooth. Just like O'Reilly himself. Maybe we could bring back public executions. Oh, that would be a lot of fun. Like all these medieval shows are in, like Game of Thrones and The Witcher. It's all the rage. It'd and be good the, for tourism. And also the last public execution in Canada happened here in Huron County. Probably not a good idea, though. It's I, I would go, though. I would. Go. There are some Wednesday afternoons. I'm like, I'm bored. Is Ooh. there an execution happening? Yeah, it's something to do. We've heard that Starbucks is closing some stores, eliminating seating amid coronavirus outbreaks. So you can go buy a coffee, but don't you dare stay. You can't get a seat, which is really nothing new. Have you ever been into a Starbucks? I've had the worst time trying to get a seat in a Starbucks. There'll be one college student taking up a whole table. Got their backpack, they got their laptop, all yeah. the cables and some books on the table. Yeah, they got their backpack on the other two chairs, taking up the whole space. Can I sit here with you? Ah, kids uh, these days in their laptops and their books. I know, taking up so much space. No, this is my office for the day. Okay, but I just want to have a coffee. So Chapman's Ice Cream, they're speaking out about the proposal to bury nuclear waste northeast of Teeswater's one of the proposed sites. Most of their milk comes from Gay Lee, which is located right in that area. And they're afraid of the public having a perception of their ice cream that maybe it's tainted with nuclear waste or something. The burial site's in Bruce County. Dairy comes from Bruce County. I say Chapman's Ice Cream lean into the nuclear factor. You need to have some ice cream flavors that reflect the nuclear aspect of Bruce County. Yeah, if you can't beat it, join them. Why not? Flavors like nuclear power pomegranate. Raspberry bug-eyed boo. Strawberry stockpile. Radiation raspberry. Iodine pill peach. Electromagnetic ripple. Radiation-related deformity dragon fruit. Contamin Neapolitan. Ooh. Fig fusion. Mm. Fruity fission. Cookie dough decontamination. Vanilla glow. Glows in the dark, but you die nice. in five years. Ionized surprise. These are all jokes. Please don't yeah. sue us, Chapman's. 
It's that time of year that you go out of the house and you think it's nice and warm and then you're 10 minutes into your walk like I did the other day, realize, man, I wish I would have worn my coat. It's easy to take a coat off, but when you're just in your t-shirt and you're too cold, it's not a fun feeling. And it's something we struggle with every year this time of year. Is it just sweater weather? Do I put the winter coat on? Why'd you say it like somebody from Brooklyn? <laughs> because it's an old Saturday Night Live skit. Fair enough. Sweater weather. Justin Trudeau did just this in his press conference yesterday. I'm going to play the clip telling us all about the latest updates with coronavirus. And then he realized, I'm cold. Just before before we get to questions, I'm supposed to model healthy behavior. I'm going to go grab my coat and I'll be right back. And then there's a pause. <laughs> pause in the press conference while he runs inside his house. How much money does that cost in the network? Dead air. Grabbing his North Face jacket. <laughs> He's coming out with his jacket, which looks exactly like his suit jacket. It's like a second suit jacket almost. Nice jacket. A nice warm. and sunny, but a little brisk. It was a little brisk, though, well, yesterday. It was, it was f- high of five degrees yesterday in Ottawa. Around the time we did that press conference, probably would have been three, four degrees. So chilly, cold. And I mean, to be fair, who would have ever thought it would be cold in Ottawa in March? Nobody could have predicted that. Nobody. And, you know, I figured he would have been warming up with that bushy beard that he's sporting. He's got that nice, thick beard. Family Feud Canada. It's been giving up some good laughs. Ontario family, hilariously old school answer that the dad gave. What was the question that Jerry D asked? What's something a short person and a tall person have trouble doing? And this is what the guy said. Making whoopee. Making, Making whoopee. whoopee. Who says that? And Jerry's like, do people still use that word? You know, you can say sex. You can say uh, it. It's uh, it's clinical. It's, it's a real thing. It's totally fine. But I like the idea of like a family feud episode where you only give old timey answers. Top 10 answers on the board. Name something that teenagers get up to on a Friday night. Oh, I have the answer. Chicanery. Mm. Oh, no. I'm going with horseplay, Jerry. Horseplay. Let's see horseplay. Oh, I'm going to say teenage kids get up to no good. Getting frisky, Jerry. I'm going with getting frisky. Ooh, sorry. I'm going to say showing gumption. Let's see showing gumption. Shake the sheets, Jerry. It's risky, but shake the sheets. Show me shake the sheets. Oh, Oh, I love old-timey language. I want that version of Family Feud. I want the old-timey version. There's a new planking record for men. This 62-year-old, he's an ex-Marine, planked for 8 hours, 15 minutes, and 15 seconds. He planked for a work day? A full work day. Can you imagine? Cranks up the music to chase away all the demons that would like to convince him to stop. That's one of his secrets, he says. That's not demons. That's your brain telling you your muscles are going into spasm and you should stop. Yeah, apparently it took him like three to five days to recover. Those are doctors telling you to stop. Doing irreparable damage to your body. Yeah, you're you're basically killing yourself. He does 700 push-ups a day. 690 more than I do. That's a lot. (laughs) 2,000 crunches and about 500 leg squats, bar squats, 500 band curls. This guy is ripped. What is this guy trying to prove? He's running from something. You think so? You know how people who throw themselves into their job or exercise, they're just like insecure about something and they can't stop working towards that thing? This guy's running from something. Nobody's just that fit. If you want to film a movie, bad guys aren't allowed to use Apple iPhones. Yeah, they like you using the phones in the films because it's great advertising. But if you're a bad guy, they say, no, you can't use one of our phones. 
so this came to light in the movie Knives Out. It's one of those whodunit movies who killed uh, Christopher Plummer character. And so actually, if you go back and rewatch the film, you realize that anyone who has an iPhone wasn't the one that did the murdering. Interesting. So you can go back and figure this out. And I'm going to be observant of this in movies like this from now on. I always notice the phones. Do you notice the phones in the movies? Not really. I actually do, especially like those late 70s films, like those police films and the phones as big as their face. And it really dates a movie. And then there's those 90s rom-coms and they're strutting down the street with their flip phones and they think they look all cool. And it's laughable now. Now, this is an American movie standard. Here in Canada, the bad guys, you can tell they're the bad guys because they're using Rogers. Ah. The good guys, here on tell. Yeah. Netflix and YouTube are slowing down in Europe. They're trying to keep the internet from breaking. So for the next 30 days, the streaming quality is not going to be as good. And I've always thought, well, yeah, we can get through this as long as we have the internet. I'm hoping this doesn't happen here. Who knows, man? Who knows? But thankfully, uh, local internet providers still providing fast service. So you can go on YouTube and start watching all those classic videos like Keyboard Cat. Oh, Keyboard Cat. So I remember waiting for the YouTube videos early on in the internet to load. You'd start a video and then you'd go make your supper and then you'd come back. I remember starting that video, Charlie bit my... What did he bite? And and then the suspense of what he bit was almost too much to take. Went and made supper, came back. My finger! It turns out it was... The finger that Charlie bit. That's all it was. You can go back and watch classic videos like Chocolate Rain. Double Rainbow Guy. What does it mean? It's just a video of a guy who's super high. Yeah. Who caught a double rainbow and he was very excited about it. ESPN is airing some fringe sports this Sunday. Sports like stupid robot fighting and marble runs, cherry pit spitting. Cool sports that we didn't know we wanted to see. And it got us thinking sports has pretty much disappeared here in Huron County as well. Here's some sports that you can do with the family. And also stay socially isolated. That's right. For example, the sport of trying to pass a car. On the square in Godrich. Oh, I love that game. It's always a Buick and they're always right in the middle. Well, and gas is cheap too, so you could have a competition of who can drive the most rounds around the square as well. Oh, yeah. Trying to drive through Bayfield without getting a contact high. That's a good competition sport. That's tough. There you go. Families everywhere are racing to see who gets up first to take the dog out for that morning poo. There's also a record for who can make the dog poo the fastest. Oh, that's a good Come one. Come on, boy. Come on, boy competition to see who can drive from the north end of Exeter to the south end the fastest. The current record is 46 minutes. That's a long town. She's a long one. Load the family up in the car and you count the windmills between Carlo and Lucknow. Whoever gets the right number wins. It's a high number though. You'll probably fall asleep. It's like counting sheep. It's Dungannon's favorite pastime. Try and drive through Huron County without yelling cows. Ooh, you can't do it. It's impossible. You can't do it. This too shall pass. Just don't call 911. We cannot bring you toilet paper. Someone called the police saying, I've run out of toilet paper. <laughs> it feels like uh, an emergency in the moment. It, it does, actually. I get this. Followed that up by saying, history offers many other options. Fishermen used old rope and anchor lines soaked in salt water. Ooh, <laughs> sounds hurdy. Ancient Romans used a sea sponge on a stick. Also sounds kind of hurdy. Also soaked in salt water, too. What's up with the salt water? Mayans used corn cobs. We got lots of those in here on yeah. County. 
There's lots of corn cobs here. My mom used to tell the story. She grew up in a very poor household. They had an outhouse and they used the Sears catalog. The Christmas edition, if they were frugal, got them from December right up to St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, you want to use the children's toy section of the Sears catalog. (laughs) You don't want to use the bra section. That section's rough. There's a dating app for all kinds of things nowadays. There's a new one, though, called Dinky One. Dinky One. And it sounds cute. They aim to normalize men who live in a world with an increasing pressure to measure up to certain standards. Basically an app for the less endowed, shall I say. Oh. And partners who would prefer that as well. That's kind of nice to get out of the way, right? Gets the awkwardness out of the way. Totally. Through the app. You know what you're getting right away. It's a great idea. It's about time they made an app specifically for people from Belgrave area. (laughs) Hey, I'm from Belgrave area. Yeah, 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 I know. Something great about buying a plant, taking care of it, and when it actually survives, you feel proud of yourself like you're that plant's parent. You don't have kids, but do you ever have a plant that you care for? I had some cat grass once. Okay. Cat destroyed it. That counts, I guess. So the cat killed it before you could. A woman sharing her story. She was so proud of herself. She had this beautiful succulent for two years. She had a watering schedule. She was really obsessive about it too because she loved it and didn't even let other people water it because she didn't want them to overwater it. Succulents can be crazy because you can't overwater them. They're used to being in dry conditions. So you got to be super careful. Two years for a succulent is good. Yeah. But now she's embarrassed because she went to transplant it into another pot and realized it was plastic. There's no roots. (laughs) It's one sure way of uh, having your plants survive, I guess. But how embarrassing would this be for her? Well, I can't afford the real stuff, so I'll smoke the plastic plants as well. Right. You get just as much of a buzz, but the cough lasts a long, long time. Mad Mike Hughes has died. He was part of the Flat Earther movement, and he was their man. He was the guy that was going to fly one of his homemade rockets up into the sky, take pictures, and prove once and for all that all the scientists are wrong and that the Earth is actually flat. And he tried this, except his homemade rocket exploded and him along with it. Turns out homemade and rocket just don't go well together. No, they don't. No. And he sadly passed away tough. But uh, I guess his pulse rate is now similar to his thoughts on the Earth. Flat plan fell flat. We found out who won the $70 million Lotto Max jackpot. It wasn't us, sadly, but it was a 22-year-old from Quebec. And if anybody's great with their money, it's people in their early 20s. So this is the fantasy. He found out when he was at work. He works at a grocery store. According to his co-workers, he just started to cry and shake. His father had to come pick him up. But that's what you always envision, hearing about this at work, maybe even marching out. The danger about that is you want to make sure the money's in the bank before you start giving your boss the finger, telling your co-workers to F off. Because you could win the lottery. You could have gotten all the numbers yeah. for the $70 million jackpot along with 2,000 other people. You never know. And then your cut of the jackpot is like 4000 bucks. You're not quitting your job, but you've told your boss where to go. Well, this guy's gone from bags to riches, from carts to Cadillacs, from craft dinner to personal chef. What a change in his life. It took Mad Hussy 25 minutes to come up with those lines. I forgot to bring a new tin of coffee this morning, and I had to settle for Folger's 
classic roast instant crystal coffee. Boils water, pours in the pre-freeze-dried coffee grounds. It's weird. It's all shiny and glittery inside. To be fair, the freeze-dried coffee, it smells like garbage, but it tastes also like garbage. No, some of the instant coffees aren't that bad, but Folger's classic roast instant is absolutely disgusting. It just tastes like puke. You do not advocate for the Folger's and instant coffee. It's so bad that they recommend you add it to milk. Is that the only thing that can save it? Nothing can save it. Uh, it says, awaken your senses with the rich Folgers instant coffee. Oh, I'm awakened. My senses are awakened. Is rage a sense? Rage is a sense, yeah. I've never been so disappointed. I'm in not it. a scientist, but I'm pretty sure, sure rage is a sense. I'm upset with you, Folgers. I'm not sure milk can save it. Maybe Jesus. Jesus could probably save the flavor. Maybe. Turn that Folgers into Maxwell House. Into wine. That's what he would do. So Dolly Parton, the legend, she was on the cover of Playboy magazine in 1978. In a recent interview, she said she wants to do this again on her 75th birthday. If I had that much plastic surgery, so would I. <laughs> they asked her, would you still wear the same black leotard that you wore when you were 32? She said, well, yeah, everything still fits the same. She paid for it, man, and God bless her. And she's so honest about her plastic surgery, too. She, she said she's had every nip and tongue possible. She even said what we were all thinking. I kind of look like a cartoon character of myself now. She said that. Yeah, she said that. Those and are it, her words. And she's absolutely right. Like if you were to draw a caricature of her back in 1978, that's what she looks like now. Like those street artists yeah. who you sit down and they make your nose bigger and your ears bigger. If a caricature artist did her back in the 70s, she looks now like she would have looked in that caricature painting. If there was a life-size doll of Dolly? She looks like that. There she is. looks great. Her name is Dolly Parton. I'm not saying I would pay for that magazine, but I would certainly look up the images on Google. Do you ever have trouble sleeping? Not once. You never do. I take pills. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, okay. pills help. That works? If you have trouble sleeping, just grab one of everything in your medicine cabinet. Just wash it down with a nice glass of whiskey. You'll be sleeping for days. Not a good idea. But there is something you can do. And I tried it last night. It works. So if you want to fall asleep in 60 seconds, there's a special trick that you can use. 60 seconds. That's what they're claiming. It's the 478 method. You just have to change the way you breathe. So what you do is you inhale through your nose. Let's try it together, Fatty, for four seconds. Now hold that breath for seven seconds. One. And then exhale slowly for eight seconds. Whoa, dude, I'm drowsy. I feel sleep. I hope people aren't doing this on the road. Don't do this behind actually, the wheel. I actually feel tired right now. Those long country highways can be mesmerizing. Don't do this behind the wheel. The 478 method. Don't do it on the wheel. Or you can watch a documentary either way. Whoa, I feel dizzy. Yeah, dude, it worked. It worked. It totally worked. This is irresponsible to do on the radio. I read a book when I'm tired. Because books are boring. Yeah, books are good. I used to always read my children books, and I'd fall asleep before them. I was one of those parents. <laughs> yeah. Puts me right to sleep. I'd be halfway through Cat in the Hat, and the kids would be like, Daddy doesn't make any sense. Can you take over, Mommy? I would just start spewing nonsense. Even more irresponsible, you did it while you were driving them to hockey practice. Some doctors are coming forward to denounce yet another home remedy shared on the internet. This time, it's involving frozen potatoes. A home remedy for hemorrhoids. No. 
Yes, doctor saying there's only one whole potato should go in. Oh no, are people using those little potatoes you put in with the roast? Or are people using like full PEI potatoes? Probably somewhere in between. It's supposed to relieve the hemorrhoids. Uh, apparently, according to the experts on the internet, the potato has astringent property. It helps relieve pain and, and reduces the swelling, sure. But uh, so does a nice Epsom salt bath. That's probably a little safer potato up yeah the I guess they had a few incidents in the ERs with involving potatoes and saying uh don't do this also garlic around your neck doesn't scare away the coronavirus and taping frozen grapes to your nipples won't stop lactation trust me I've tried Tito's vodka they're asking all of their loyal customers please stop making hand sanitizer out of our product. <laughs> People taking the hard liquor, trying to kill the coronavirus. Well, there are all these uh, home remedies where you can make a solution for your hands. Um, problem here is it needs to be 60% alcohol or higher. Tito's vodka is only 40% alcohol. So don't use Tito's vodka if you plan to make some homemade hand sanitizer. Yeah. Good to know like a high percentage of alcohol works. Cowbell Brewery makes some pretty strong beers. If I pour some Cowbell, some boxing brewing on my hands and wipe it around, will that kill the bacteria? No. Plus, it's a waste of good beer. Okay, what if I pour the beer into my mouth? Will that kill the bacteria inside of me? No, that's not how viruses work, Fatty. Can I try it anyways? However, Cowbell has some strong beers at 6%, so if you have 20 of those beers, that would get you up to the right percentage point. No, you only need 10. To the 60%. Because that's how alcohol works. No, it's not. Please do not take medical advice from Country 104.9. If you're concerned about the coronavirus, plus 10 beers could kill you. You're a featherweight. Out around here. This is Huron County, brother. Speak for yourself. These parents thought this was good parenting. Kids addicted to Grand Theft Auto. We can't stop playing. So they figure, well, we got to get them out into the real world and off the video game. So let's just let them drive the real car. The police were not happy about that. But we figure, hey, parenting is a tough job. You have kids who have real problems. Say you have a child who vapes. Give them actual cotton candy instead of cotton candy flavored vape juice. They might develop diabetes from all that sugar, but nobody said parenting was an easy job. It's tough. You want to get them off the YouTube, introduce them to TikTok. Yeah, it's easier to become a star on TikTok. Or get one of those old-timey radios, and they can just sit there and listen to stuff. They can sit around the talkie and listen to the foxy yeah. boxing, see? If your kid is texting too much, make them use your old flip phone to text. Oh, it'd be so frustrating. They'll get so frustrated with texting, they'll start calling people just like their grandparents. Or a rotary phone. You make them use the rotary phone. <laughs> Oh. oh my God. I'm sorry, Mom and I'm Dad. Sorry. <laughs> I've got no patience. Dad, who has a 14 year old daughter in school, Leaflet came home titled 101 Ways to Show Someone You Love Them Without Having Sex. This is out of the UK. This is out of Tidsley, England. One of the ideas is suck each other's toes. That's number 26 on this list of 101 things. Suck their toes. And this was put out by a health department. Sucking people's toes? How is that healthy? I feel like you'll get more STI sucking toes than you will having I sex. Mean, these are terrible suggestions. Number 34, run them a bath. That's not sexual. No, not at all. Buy your partner underwear. This was for 14-year-olds. These are bad ideas. Share a gingerbread man. 
Ooh, what? That's hot. Three-way. Number 45, and this is a serious list. We're not kidding. Number 45, share strawberries dipped in chocolate. How are these not sexual? And this is creepy. Kiss them when no one's looking. I like number 38, parachute together. <laughs> what? <laughs> Defy death together. Like 14-year-olds can afford a parachute. And also, the, a suggestion was organize an I love you message out the back of the plane. That costs thousands of That'll dollars. thousands of dollars. You gotta pay for jet fuel. A 14-year-old can't do that. Walk a thousand miles for one of their smiles. Good Lord. The 14-year-old's pro- not going to walk a thousand miles. Very unrealistic list. Matt and I have a couple better ideas. If you got a 14-year-old kid or you got a teenager and you want to help them, avoid sexual contact. We got a couple ideas of things you can do in Huron County to get your mind off of the sex. Just step out your front door in the spring, take a deep breath of that Huron County air. Destroy all those urges. Kills sexual urges. You could go to one of our great local orchards. Apple picking. There's nothing sexual at all about those fresh, round, firm, pink lady apples. Ooh, those firm, crunchy, moist pink lady apples. You could have a nice meal at the least sexual restaurant in Huron County. Say it with me. Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah. Just go for a nice square hamburger. Or Tim Hortons. Um, She'll be so unattracted to you. All her sexual excitement will be gone after you give her a coconut chocolate donut. Nothing kills my sexual urges faster than a honey dip donut. Yeah. Bird watching. Nothing sexual about watching birds. There's a lot of great local birds uh, this time of year. Woodpeckers, uh, woodcocks, a lot of nice birds in the area. I love pecker watching in the spring. OPP have seen a spike in stolen vehicles across Huron County. Half of them pickup trucks, the vast majority of all of them. Keys left in the car, door left unlocked. Police saying lock it or lose it. We got some other suggestions to prevent those thieves from stealing the vehicle off your property. Yeah, how to keep your pickup from not getting picked up. Truck nuts. Nobody wants to drive around with those. No self-respecting thief anyways. Drive a dually, one of those trucks with the extra set of back tires. They're so bad on gas, the thieves will be 200 yards down Brussels line before the tank runs out. Turn your truck into a low rider. They'll never get past the speed bumps in car Oh, they'll just be scraping <laughs> along the concrete. Bumper stickers that read, I heart wind turbines. Or maybe just former Premier Dalton McGinty's big mug. Controversial. Keep it on empty. Ain't nobody gonna pay to fill up a truck. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> just drive a Ford. It'll probably break down down as a thief backs out of your laneway. Lock the radio on a non-country radio station. Or on the Conway Twitty station. Yeah. They'll be screaming. They'll just ditch it at the side of the road. Or just get some of those new Ontario plates. Yeah. Police won't be able to see them though, so that's an advantage oh, for the thieves. Right. A Chatham-Kent resident who was magnet fishing. Have you ever seen this where they have a big giant magnet and they plop it in the river and hope to find money and metallic objects? I've never seen that, but that sounds cool. Yeah, maybe people lose their jewelry in there. Every now and then they find something cool. Except this one guy, he pulled up a live grenade in the Thames River near Thamesville. No one knows how it got there, but they called the bomb squad, and it was indeed an M36 grenade. Good Lord. (laughs) Everybody's okay, though. Everyone's okay, Bomb squad took care of it. Yeah. Always calling the bomb squad. Oh, you never know what you're going to get. I don't see the magnetic fishermen around here too much lately. I think they got tired of just pulling up bush light cans. Which is really disappointing that there are that many bush light cans in the Maitland River. Not disappointing because it's litter. Disappointing because it's bush light. Come on, Huron County. I want to see more square brew half hours on earth and cowbell cans in the Maitland River. But not out in the wild. Drink local beer. Recycle. Pollute locally. Don't pollute. That's a joke. For some reason, male gorillas, they just love 
Canadian Michael Buble. Now, I know a lot of guys that won't admit to loving Buble, but I think if this theory is correct, they secretly love Michael Buble. Do the female gorillas like the boobs? Mainly the males. At this Australian zoo, they started playing Buble around Christmas time and realized that the, the male gorillas started to pleasure grumble. This is thing they do. Yeah, it's this thing they do when they're feeling pleasure while eating. They, they actually hum little songs. Mm, I'm so happy right now. And when they hear the Michael Bublé, they get all excited and they calm down. Their anxiety lowers. They have a cup of hot cocoa. Same effect that he has on a lot of us. It's interesting. He actually went to the zoo to test this out. And the, the gorillas are looking at him like fan gorillas. Here's a little snippet of Buble singing to the gorillas. I'll be home for summer. You can plan on me. They're all looking at him. Please have sun and AP fun. Pleasure grumbling with the buble being there. <laughs> like, why is this strange Canadian singing to us? Can you imagine even the gorillas love you? You, must, nice. you must feel special. Gorillas like Michael Buble, but researchers also found Florida Georgia line makes gorillas angry. Urgh. Yeah, they don't like that. Willie Nelson makes gorillas hungry. Yes. So when it's dinner time, they throw on some on the road again. Just the sound of Willie makes you hungry. Yeah, you get a contact high listening to Willie From Nelson. From the sound. There was a Canadian band out of Sudbury. They're called the Shaft Bottom Boys. I think I've seen that video on some adult websites. You're right, yeah. Don't Google Shaft Bottom Boys. Shaft Bottom Boys. Yes, risky. They sang their way into the record books, performed 6,213 feet below sea level, record for the deepest concert. Is that deeper than the Sifto Salt Mine in Goderich? Quite a bit deeper. I think we only go down 1,600 feet. Got me thinking, we could form a band. You're a bass player. I can play the guitar and sing. We could go down into the mine. I bet there's not a record for the deepest concert in a salt mine. Totally. A specific record. We'll play, I don't know, some old Simon and Garfunkel. We could play all our deep cuts. Can I just play the maracas? Because <laughs> you're the instrumentalist here. I haven't played bass in a while. We could we could sing that song, Rolling in the Deep, or How Deep is Your Love. It would be great. And the salt mine would collapse, and we would be awful people. You know what? Instead of playing down low, maybe we can just get high and play some music. Right. It's legal now. David Ayers. He's a Zamboni driver for the Toronto Marlies. And little known fact about the NHL, I kind of learned this this weekend, was every building is required to have a backup goalie so that if either team, whether it's the home team or the away team, if they lose both their goalies, there's another goalie in the building that can play backup. And David Ayers was the guy on Saturday night in Toronto against the Carolina Hurricanes, stepped up for Carolina in net, beat the Toronto Maple Leafs. His first time playing an NHL game and he beat the Leafs like a lot of people have, but good for that guy. He had a kidney transplant 15 years ago, wasn't even sure if he'd ever play hockey again. He blocked every shot he faced in the third period. He's become the oldest goalie in NHL history to win his regular season debut game. When's the movie coming out? Maybe call it Harry Potter and the backup goalie for Carolina. Or feel it in the airs tonight. You could use that Phil Collins song. Go, 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 go. In the trailer? It'd be amazing. 50 reasons the Leafs are bad. Is that like 50 first dates? From Zamboni to Zamburni. Yeah, the Leafs got burned. Or the net. That's an old Sandra Bullock movie (laughs) about the internet. The Silence of the Leafs. Airy Movie 5. It'd be a comedy horror, at least for the Leafs. Every season for the Leafs is a comedy horror. 
Remember that star-studded yet horrible movie, Cats. I yeah, think. the new version of Cats. Taylor Swift, Idris Elba, uh, Jennifer Hudson was in it. And people were thinking, is this for real? Like, this is the worst movie I've ever seen. This Apparently, it was an acid trip. It was really messed up. Well, people are smoking up and watching it, and they say it's kind of good, or it's pretty good as a comedy, but it's not meant to be a comedy. If you lower your brain function, <laughs> Cats is... Passable. But now we're finding out it used to be even worse. At one point during the production, they CGI'd buttholes. You can say buttholes. Yeah, buttholes. Apparently, somebody who claims to know a graphic designer says their graphic designer friend had a copy of Cats where there was cat buttholes on all the characters and their job was to move all the buttholes out of the movie. Get rid of the cat buttholes. So apparently on some graphic designer's computer there exists a copy of cats where every character has a cat butthole, a leather cheerio, a rusty bullet hole, a tarnished sheriff's badge. Yeah, this probably happened after people started to say, what monstrosity is this after the first preview came out? And then they were probably thinking, oh my gosh, we gotta get rid of the buttholes. They're gonna hate this movie even more. All the focus groups hate the buttholes. It reminds me of that movie when my kids were little, there was that movie Barnyard. Do you remember that? And all the male cows had udders. They completely <laughs> got it wrong. Ruined the movie for you. That's the movie they need to reanimate. It doesn't make any sense. The male cows having udders. No, weird. Kind of like how the Batman movies threw me off because there was honest politicians in them. It just wasn't realistic. It's just not. There's a study out now showing what we all knew. If you drive a flashy, expensive car, you're probably a jerk. I always thought, well, am I just projecting my jealousy on those people? Are they actually jerks? In the study, they asked volunteers to cross a sidewalk hundreds of times over and over again. Drivers of flashy vehicles were less likely to stop. And that went up 3% for every $1,000 more that your vehicle was worth. Clearly feeling a sense of superiority above the lowly sidewalk dwellers. You must feel the best of everybody. You must be the nicest person. I got a pretty cheap car, $1,000 or so. You brought the Cadillac in today. So I let the cats cross. I let the squirrels cross, the chipmunks even. You let everybody cross. I let the crickets cross. You want, so to be nice. on, you want to be crossing the road when Mad Hussey's driving. That's right. Matt had a date this weekend with somebody who wasn't his wife. You invited me over for burgers. That date was with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but on Friday, I was asking you, what do you want on your burgers? How do you want them? And we were discussing it. And Katie Durst laughing at us. She's like, you guys are meeting for burgers? Rolled her eyes a little bit She there. called it a date. And so I, I I went home and I told my wife, too, that I'm going to be slipping out on Saturday. Fatty invited me over for burgers. And my family laughed at me. Why is this such a thing that would evoke laughter? Two guys getting together and having some homemade burgers. Do they think you were lying? They're like, you don't have friends. Is that what it is? We know you, Father. Guys in their 30s and 40s, is it just so unusual that you have a friend that you would share a burger with? Is that why this is funny? I don't... Like, my wife will sometimes, oh, I'm going out to the coffee shop with my girlfriend. I don't laugh at that. I don't think that's a weird, funny thing. But then suddenly you say, I'm going for some barbecue with my boyfriend, and everybody laughs. It's somehow it's funny. Somehow it's hilarious. My guy friend. I brought Brussels sprouts. They were good. Brussels sprouts with walnuts and feta cheese. They were good. I never would have guessed that combination, but they were fantastic. And you made an incredible hamburger. Made you a as, nice burger. As well as a pumpkin loaf for dessert. I sure did. Yeah. Had the kid, you said the kids ate Who's the rolling their eyes now? Yeah, I'm making some good eats. We ate good. 
So you don't want your pets to go hungry, which is what happened. People had these pet net schedule feeders. You have an app on your phone and you can feed your pets while you're on vacation. The phone connects to the feeder at your house. So you can be in Porta Plata. And as long as you got Wi-Fi, you can open up the app and click feed. And yeah. your cats or your dog or your gerbil gets fed. And then some people notice sometimes there's a camera on these things, too, and they notice Fluffy looks a little hungry. Fluffy looks skinny. Looks a little agitated. What's wrong, Mr. Boots? Are you hungry? App shut down. And they're like, oh, sorry. (laughs) We're going to be down for a week doing some repairs. A week? And people are like, this isn't acceptable. We're down in, you know, the Bahamas, and we're trying to feed our pet from there. I'm in Venastra. I can't possibly drive to Blythe now. I know. I wouldn't trust technology to feed your pets. I got to worry about this in June because I'm going away for a week or so. And I figured I'd just hire the neighbor boy. Yeah. Give him a big shiny $100 bill. Be so happy. Hang one of those big brown $100 bills in front of his face. You got to feed my cat, kid? I remember jobs like that. And I always thought like, (laughs) I'm getting paid to hang out with animals. These adults are stupid. They're paying me to do what I want to do. The joke's on that kid. My cats are a-holes. Oh, no. So the COVID-19 outbreak, it's all anybody's talking about, and it's created some new words, one of them being COVIDian. Yeah. Is a new word in the Urban Dictionary, meaning dummy who goes to the store, buys all the toilet paper, doesn't save any for us. Look at that covid What a covid That covid is hugging everyone she sees. That's one of the main new words. But there's some other words that I think should be in the Urban Dictionary. Caromers. For one, people who fill up their car with gas and just drive around because there's nothing else to do in this time of social distancing. Everything is closed. There's the moronavirus. It's the coronavirus, but you get it from being a moron and not maintaining social distance. Covidios. Have you seen any co-videos while you're on quarantine? Is that all those musicians posting videos on Facebook? Yes, all the free concerts we're getting right from people's living rooms because they can't go out. They're COVIDs. Now, there's COVID-19, which is the virus, but there's also Brovid-19. Yeah. It's when you contract coronavirus at the gym. Or from your bro. Or from your gym bro, yeah. Brovid-19. For girls, it's Brovid. Pan distance. Don't get too close. Keep your pan distance. Co-vintage. It's where we remember things that we can no longer do because we're stuck at home. Things like places. Like going places. Remember when we used to go places? Those were the days. Places. We were so young. I miss places. Don't you miss places? According to a new study, birds, like kids, they learn by example. So they did this study with two types of birds, blue tits and great tits. I love those great tits. They look like a chickadee. And so by watching TV, other birds eating disgusting things, they then put those disgusting things in front of the TV watching blue tits and great tits. And then they didn't eat the disgusting, possibly toxic food. So they learned by watching TV. The great tits learned. The great tits and the blue tits. They were watching great tits on TV. Yeah. And they learned from those great tits. They learned from the great tits. And they became even greater tits because of it. I was watching some great tits last night. The Country 104.9 Mornings with Matt and Fatty Podcast.